0: Welcome to the Artella Training Podcast, the leader in no fluff, no BS strength training for athletes and fitness enthusiasts around the world. Each episode is dedicated to cutting edge information to get you stronger and improve your performance. And now, here's your host. He's been called the scientist of strength, Scott Artella. what's up this is scott and thanks for joining me for episode 43 today's episode is titled is barbell training dogmatic i'll explain exactly what i mean in just a minute now before we get into this episode if you like the show please drop a quick review in itunes or stitcher the reviews have been great and are really helping with what i'm trying to do here and i'll share more about that coming soon quick update for you on the interviews they are coming back it's been really crazy to tell you the truth, but I'm working on some amazing interviews coming. As a matter of fact, I, have, I think I have a great one for you in the next episode, and I love doing these interviews because they're really high value and they're very, very focused with some of the top experts out there. So I just wanted to let you know what was going on with that, and I'm really, really excited about some of the things and some of the people I hope to bring on the show for you. All right. make sure that you listen through to the end of this episode, as I will tell you why I prefer one kettlebell brand over all the others, so be sure to check that out. And uh, let's get started. Let's dive into this episode. So let's talk about some barbell dogma. Now, this actually comes from a recent article I read on Mark's Daily Apple, and I was extremely taken by this article. This was a topic that I felt was best served here on the podcast, where I could talk about it. So here it is. First, I, I have to say that I have great respect for Mark Sisson and what he writes about over there at Mark's Daily Apple. I always recommend his great books. I think he puts out great content. He's a smart guy. And, I, you know, his book, uh, The Primal Blueprint, is a book that I always recommend. All right. Now, with that, he wrote an article titled Barbell Dogma. I'll attach a link to that in the show notes, and you can go check that article out yourself. But basically, he wrote about how there is this uh, barbell dogma out there where everything else is condemned if you're not doing barbells and why this would obviously do more harm than good. So let me give you some perspective on this. Let me give you a disclaimer right now, and that is that I love barbell training. I love kettlebell training, but they are not the only things we should do. I never say that, and I honestly don't see that from others. Uh, My colleagues and counterparts out there, but maybe I just don't hang out in the forums enough. I can tell you that in the last few years, the principles that I've learned from barbell and kettlebell training have literally been transformational in the things that I'm trying to achieve. And from starting out decades ago in weight training and going through this amazing journey Uh, The the things that I've learned in the past few years have really, really been amazing and have skyrocketed my training and performance. Now, I do think that barbells and kettlebells are the best tools that we have, but they are just tools. And it really depends on what we're trying to achieve in our training. And this will dictate the tools we use. Now there's also a lot of data out there, scientific data, there's real-world experience and just common sense tells us that free weight training whether it's barbells, kettlebells, dumbbells, sandbags that this type of training offers more benefit than does standard exercise machines and some of the uh complicated device and kind of gimmickry out there to tell you the truth. Now this isn't really an argument, this is this is a fact and like I said kind of common sense but it really depends on the goals and what what is the best fit for the individual. Now, everything works, but some methods work better than others. This is not barbell dogma here. This is not kettlebell dogma. And there are pros and cons to everything, so keep that in mind as well. Now, let's take a deeper dive into some of the points that were listed in this article. One of the points was that this barbell dogma will turn people off from being active. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that's why each of us needs to evaluate where we are, what we're trying to achieve, and the price we're willing to pay. So, I mentioned that the things that I've learned in the past couple of years have been really transformational, but we have to be willing to pay the price in terms of learning, you know, getting great coaching, reading books, attending workshops and seminars. Those are the things that really take our training to the next level. And should we be immersed in this technique? I think we should. I mean, if we should be immersed in technique, if we want to minimize injury and maximize performance and results, but the truth is not everyone wants wants to immerse themselves into this type of training and that's okay. Some people simply want to just get in better shape or drop some weight and they have to weigh that out. That's an individual thing. Barbell training, kettlebell training or whatever should not be dogmatic as training is very individualistic. Now, I've learned this uh, several years ago that you can't push this type of training on anybody. People have to discover it for themselves. And there's a saying that when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And I really believe that to be true. So I hope you understand what I mean here. The next point about this barbell dogma is that this will inspire people to rush into barbell training without doing due diligence where they'll probably get hurt and do things they shouldn't do. There are some claims out there that barbell lifts are simple. Well, the truth is no way are barbell lifts simple. Barbell lifts are very technically demanding, uh, from power lifting to the, uh, very technically demanding Olympic lifts. They are very, very hard. Um, they also yield incredible results. And like I said, just a minute ago that some people just don't want to do that. They simply just want to get in better shape and that's, that's okay. It's, it's very individualistic. I totally get that rushing into training without being screened properly, for example, would cause some problems. And that's why we do things like the functional movement screen and other baseline movement assessment before someone even touches a barbell. Again, that's usually what I see out there. That I shouldn't say usually. That's what I see out there in the community and in the circles that that I'm involved in that trainers, coaches are effectively screening people before they're loading them with any kind of weight, whether that's with a barbell or kettlebell. There are certain programs out there that could rush people into barbell training and this isn't acceptable. We just need to use good common sense here and know what is appropriate for each of us no matter where we are. Again, that's why movement screens and, and general movement observations are used to assess what we can do and what we shouldn't do so that we avoid getting injured and rushing into any type of training, whether it's barbell, kettlebells, or whatever. Another point that was made is that if all you do is barbell work, then you're really missing out on so many other things. He suggests doing other things like move nat martial arts and gymnastics okay again I can tell you that the people that I know in the industry are doing other things beyond barbell training and even some of the things mentioned it does depend again on the training goals but nearly all the athletes coaches and trainers I know are definitely implementing other movement or mobility work in addition to barbell work and I think more people know about this Nowadays that you know there's a lot of different uh, training options and things, and there's a lot of great ways that we can accomplish our goals and address other qualities now while i 'm not one to be a jack of all trades master of nothing, I definitely think that there are other great things that are very complementary to barbell training and kettlebell training, for example, I myself incorporate primal move and or original strength type of mobility and movement work into my own training. So in addition to getting stronger, my goals are to move better and maintain or actually increase my mobility. This is really, really important to me. And again, this is where kettlebells has such a powerful role as well because it addresses a lot of other movement and mobility and conditioning factors as well. So it's important that we keep the goal the goal, and we can do other things that won't interfere with the barbell training objectives. Movement-based training, like primal move, original strength, or even move-nat, are all great additions to barbell work, in my opinion. But it really, again, depends on the training goals and the athlete's objectives. So, is barbell dogma the only way? Barbell dogma, no, it, it's not. I mean, I... Barbell using the barbell is not the only way. I mentioned that in the beginning. And I know it's not for everyone. The barbell is a tool. The kettlebell is a tool. Our bodies are tools. There are many great tools to accomplish the goals we want. But I will say that there is no question that the barbell and the kettlebell, in my opinion, are two of the best tools that we have available to us. Certainly, there are other things. And if a barbell doesn't fit the training approach, then that's fine, and that that's okay because it is not the only way. So there shouldn't be this this dogma out there, and that's why I was so moved by this article. So if someone is interested in barbell training or kettlebells, the the key is to really get good coaching. That's it. I mean, it's it's that simple. I know that most listeners that are listening right now, you know, you are using kettlebells and/or barbells, and it's a matter of what you're trying to achieve and what price you're willing to pay to to get to that goal in terms of learning and your commitment. Again, we're not here to preach barbell dogma or kettlebell dogma. It has to be a match. Do I love the barbell? Absolutely. Do I love kettlebell training? Absolutely. I sure do. However, it is not a dogmatic approach. It's just a focused approach. And I certainly recognize uh, when it's not appropriate and who, the training tools are not appropriate for. And again, that's what I see out there in the community. So in summary, personally, I don't experience this barbell dogma. And I would even say that my colleagues or peers would fully agree with the things I mentioned in this episode. But I'd love to hear your opinion on this. What are your thoughts and opinions about barbell training and, quote, barbell dogma, unquote? Post your comments below this post on ardellatraining.com. I'd really love to get your thoughts and opinions on this. As I wrap this episode up, I want to share my preferred kettlebell brand. And this is something I get questions about all the time. So I figured I would just throw it out here on the show. So I wrote an article on this sometime ago. Actually, actually I'll attach a link for that in the show notes of this episode and you can read my uh, the four brands that, that I like. But if, I, if there's one brand that I like above all the rest, it's definitely the new Rogue Kettlebell. And why that is is because, number one, it's a very high-quality kettlebell without question. It's very comparable to the other kettlebells. Number two is I really like the feel. There's uh, kind of a unique texture the, to this kettlebell, and I really like the feel of the kettlebells that I have. I just ordered some... New, more new ones, actually. and But the ones that I have, are, I love them. I think it's a really great, high-quality kettlebell. And the price, you can't beat the price. Uh, that, that's really the, the game changer right there. Even with shipping, you're going to save a ton of money. So it's a super high-quality kettlebell, and the price is absolutely fantastic. And one other thing, actually, is I really like the color-coded labeling system. And it really just helps you to find the appropriate weight quickly with these uh, colors that are right around the handle. It's just a little marking on the kettlebell, but it's it's actually a really nice feature, so I really like that. And I'll have a link to the specific uh, kettlebells in the show notes for this episode as well. Well, that is a wrap for this show Again, I hope to have a great interview for you on the next episode, and I'd be curious again on your thoughts on barbell training, so make sure that you post a comment on the post for this episode at ardellatraining.com. As a reminder, the podcast is now every Wednesday, so thanks for listening, train strong, and I'll see you next time. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Ardella Training Podcast. Go to ardellatraining.com right now to join Scott's tribe of passionate fitness enthusiasts. Get valuable updates and resources that will help you take it to the next level. Train strong. We'll catch you next time on the Ardella Training Podcast.